I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. Welcome and it's time this week for a quick one. And we're going back to an episode from January of this year, which is all about marriage, divorce, love and loss. And we join Tracy and Dawn talking about betrayal and losing the love of your life. Like anybody, like any relationship, it doesn't matter who you've cheated with. You know, you've cheated. Now, his cheating wasn't anything intimate, as in full-blown. Um, but he, you know, he had got very close to this person. He'd kissed this person. So it's still cheating. When you're in a marriage, that's still cheating. So it made me feel... Betrayed. Betrayed, yeah. I wasn't angry. I wasn't sad. I felt betrayed that he hadn't been open and honest with me and he'd done this three or four months of lying his bloody head off. But, you know, this guy was was my soulmate. And so was the betrayal and hurt every bit as much that he hadn't, because you describe him and every time we've ever spoken about him, you still do describe him as your soulmate. Was some of that betrayal and hurt wrapped up in that he hadn't trusted you enough to be able to talk to you? It wasn't, or or was it just that he'd gone exploring another human being? No, do you know what I think it was, Dawn? It was a form of grief. I was grieving for all the things we'd been planning because we were talking about having children. We were talking about, you know, where we wanted to travel to, where we wanted to take our careers. So I think the betrayal wasn't about he'd been with somebody, he'd thought about going with somebody. That to me was just freaking karma. <laughs> um, it was it was grief. That betrayal meant I was now grieving for a future we'd planned that wasn't going to happen. Wow. And there's two questions. The first question is, in hindsight, were there any um, indications like you'd had sex with this person, yeah. you were a woman, he was struggling with his sexuality. Were there any indications? I'm loath to use the word performance. I I, I don't know how else to uh, Did you know by, was it, was it, was it good sex? I suppose. <laughs> I suppose it's the blunt question. Yeah. Was the sex good? Um, This is part of why I think, you know, and I, you got to remember, we're talking 93, 94 now, and the world has changed. Part of it was his fear of he'd lose his career. If he came out as a gay man, he'd lose his career. There was also a lot of pressure from his father, who was slightly homophobic. Um, and I, I guess there's, and probably even now today, I'm guessing there's a lot of people living a life that's a lie or not quite what they want because of their fear of what somebody else will think. Sorry, I just got to just... So my husband has an expression. He'll be upset for me to say this, but it's just the best expression. Your body only stands up for what your body stands up for, like from a male anatomy. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I guess my inquisitiveness sits around his... If he... If he preferences... His preferences. So it's like like you you only get stimulated by what you're stimulated by, right? right? So let's put it a different way. I love gin, but I drink wine. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Does that mean he was bisexual? I don't know. I mean, we we were friends for a good nine years afterwards. We only lost touch sort of nine or ten years afterwards in the early 2000s. There were things that had happened that made sense once I knew what was going on that I'd never even, they'd not even crossed my mind before until I found out what he was thinking. And I thought, oh, now that makes sense. Like not wanting to hold my hand when we walked down the street made sense. So, yeah, because he wouldn't want to publicly be. He didn't want public displays of affection because he was was conflicted. He wasn't actually gay when we married, but his brain knew that's who he probably was. And there was an element of he had this belief because of his father and the pressure his father gave him. He had this belief that if he got a mortgage, got married, had kids, it would all go away. Right. You know, that's like saying, that's like saying, I can take away my femininity or I can stop being female. No, you can't. You know, that that was the, 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 the way it was dealt with back then. It's a lot better now. Yeah. It's a lot. It's the world's changed now. But I think the biggest thing was, and we used to spend we used to spend evenings chatting, him telling me about, you know, that side of life. And we we were still friends for a long, long time. Um, he even went and asked, we can still have this marriage. You know, I we can have an open marriage, um, but we'll still be married. That was his fear of he still wanted that traditional wife and kids in order for his career to progress which in, in the early 90s was still a thing. Yeah, yeah sure. There was still a lot of prejudice around. But at my view was I couldn't do that. I've never cheated in my life. So even in an open marriage, if I went off with somebody else, I'd still see that as cheating. Right. And that's, that's not fair on the other person anyway. And what's lovely about that, and, and obviously, I you know, we've talked about this, uh, you know, as friends, so I, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with, with some of it. And, one of the most profound things for me about the way you handled this, I'm going to use the word permission, was you, out of love, absolutely wanted to give him permission to be who he wanted to be, but equally absolutely needed to give yourself permission to not be embroiled in his cloak and dagger need uh, because the marriage wouldn't have fulfilled your values because you wouldn't have. Uh, I couldn't do it. It would have been really brilliant if I could have said yes. I adored this guy. Yeah, but also, you know, from your, like, it's hard to say, yeah, yeah, marriage is done because he's gay. Like, is it, like, it would have been very easy for you both to have gone, let's just pretend, let's just not deal with. Let's just pretend. Yeah, let's just pretend. Do you know what? If it had been, you know, what I did discover is he, although he'd been in an intimate relationship, I was the only person he had been in that with. And he did once say, if the only woman I could ever be with is you. He, and I did wonder, does, I, does this mean he's bisexual? I used to get asked it. His dad once phoned me up and said, does it mean he's bisexual if he got married to you? Uh, no. It means he was living a lie, trying to pretend and almost basically trying to change who he was. Yeah. But he wasn't bisexual. He he had a preference for men. And since that day, he's never gone back. He's never gone and switched around females. So I don't think it was that he was bisexual. I think he was... Living a lie. 
he was living a lie and, you know, working his way through that. But he's, he's definitely a gay man. Um, if he'd have been bisexual, then I might have gone, well, actually, I'm okay with that. I'm not prejudiced with that. You know, that that that's down to each individual to decide. But if he'd have been bisexual, maybe I'd have considered a bit more about us having that open relationship. But I couldn't have done it. It would have been me giving him permission to have an open relationship without me having the open relationship. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfectly. And did it make it better or worse or not? Is it not valid to say, is it better or worse for them to cheat? I know he didn't go full hog intimacy until you'd split up, but fundamentally he still cheated on you. Uh, is it better or worse that he was exploring that with a male or, or if he'd have been thinking about shagging a woman at work or so, you know, it's actually better. It's actually better. So, you know, my, um, my final marriage, the guy did cheat with another woman denied he had, but we all knew he had. Okay. The thing was when S admitted he was thinking that maybe he was gay, didn't know. And I gave him permission and said, you've got to go and find out if that's who you are. And if you are, great. If you're not, the marriage is over either way. It it didn't impact me. Yes, I was sad because I loved this guy to bits. So I was very sad and I was grieving for what we no longer had. But I never once questioned, was I good enough? Because this was out of my control. It yeah, wasn't about how good or bad I was. I was just simply born the wrong sex. And it doesn't impact your femininity at all. No. In fact, it almost confirms that you, like, I'm, basically, I'm, yeah, it actually the wrong gender, it yeah. reinforces my femininity. Yeah. But it, it's quite funny because in lots of ways, it made me feel feel really great as a human being that somebody could be going through all that secret turmoil and see me as potentially the person that's going to help them solve it. Wow. So do you know something? I've just written a chapter in my book about flipping the story. and um... Maybe the universe paired me up. One is a bit of karma because of what I'd done to, to end, but also the universe, whatever it is you believe in, decided I was the person to help him determine how to be who he wanted to be. If you've enjoyed our conversation today, please subscribe and download the podcast. To share your thoughts on this episode or to suggest future topics, connect with us on Instagram at Real Women Podcast. And thank you for listening.